This is John Andertrack again with Labor Lines. Labor Lines, the radio show on KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, 90.3 FM. And Labor Lines, the podcast for almost uh, a year now on Anchor FM and some other platforms. And today is June 2nd. I'm recording an interview from my new home in Longview, Washington, with Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Heffernan, who uh, are journalists with the local paper, the Longview Daily News. I came across them in the great publication, Northwest Labor Press, how they successfully organized uh, their uh, staff there at the, uh, excuse me, at the Daily News here. And they're gracious enough to join me after work this evening and uh, are going to kind of fill us in how that went and uh, whatever else they want to share. So, Katie and Marissa, thank you so much for uh, joining me today. And go right ahead. The show is yours. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having us. Uh, I guess to start with a little background, I've been at the Daily News about coming up on two years now, my, my first job out of college. And when I joined it, we were a staff of five. Um, that got whittled down pretty pretty quick as COVID hit and folks started leaving. Um, and, you know, I guess really the, the push to organize came when we lost our longtime editor um, and we're left sort of sort of rudderless. So before I dive too deep into that, I'll, I'll toss it over to Katie. Yeah, yeah, I've been here almost three years. And uh, like Marissa said, we, um, you know, I've always been kind of a smaller news team at the Daily News, but, um, you know, we just kind of found some need to uh, organize and really get um, get ourselves a, a seat at the table with our with our owner Lee Enterprises. So um, I don't even know how long ago it was a few months ago when we decided to to um, to organize and unionize. Well, that's excellent. That's very exciting. Uh, uh, every I always say everyone needs a union. Um, we have family members that aren't in unions, and uh, you re- really see the difference. Uh, I'm in the laborers union. Uh, and retired from the International Brotherhood of Electrical Workers. I have a daughter that's in the Washington Education Association. And so, uh, Katie and Marissa, uh, you went to, If did you approach the Communication Workers of America? You want to give uh, some kind of background on, on how you got the, got the traction here? Yeah, so, I mean, the, you know, the idea of unionizing was something that had always sort of been tossed around loosely when I got there, you know, folks are saying every time a decision came down or something, you know, unreasonable came down from the company. We were like, gosh, you know, we should, we should really unionize. Um, but it, it sort of got left at that until, Oh, I think September around September, 2020, I think was when we were all sitting around and we didn't have an editor anymore. And we were um, pretty much on our own. And I was like, you know, we were all talking and decided, no, this is this is really something we want to do. So I did a little bit of research and, and reached out um, to the guild to see what it would take. And then really the the guild got us rolling from there. And the guild, well, you, there's going to be a lot of folks out there. Sadly, uh, you know, it's kind of something to throw out. Sadly, uh, we lost the, lost the muscle memory of uh, union and union families with the decrease in union membership i'll throw this out that where i'm living now where you folks work uh southwest washington state was 
had the highest uh, density of union membership in the state of Washington for quite a while, but was decimated uh, by the trade agreements. I believe there was eight aluminum plants that were union in this area at one time. I think we just lost the last one between here and Northwest uh, Oregon. So when you speak of the guild, uh, can you give give the folks that are going to be listening to this a little background on that, please? Yeah, so, you know, um, our, our larger guild is the Communication Writers of America, but I reached out to the Pacific um, Northwest Writers Guild. Um, I found their website, and, you know, they're sort of the our our local organizing body, I guess, that, that helps new new shops, mostly newspapers, um, get up and running. Excellent. Nice work. Nice use of the Internet. I just always uh, I think those, I'm not sure if they if they wanted it to be used. I always say that uh, with Facebook, uh, that wasn't Mark Zuckerberg's initial uh, uh, concept uh, to have it uh, help workers organize. But uh, tough luck for him. Huh? So so you reached out to them. And how was working with uh, with those folks with the guild? You want to that? Yeah, yeah, they've been great, very helpful. Um, you know, one of our um, contacts at the Guild um, used to work at kind of our one of our neighboring papers down in uh, Vancouver, Washington at the Columbian. And she was there as a reporter and helped them organize their union, uh, you know, I think over a year ago. And so then she took a job with the Guild and uh, helped us organize. So that was kind of great, uh, you know, having someone that really understands our area, really understands our paper and our situation, um, you know, and is really just kind of helping us organize the way we want to and kind of giving us the, um, you know, tools we need to, to organize our shop the way, you know, we want to and kind of go after the things that we need to make our workplace better, better for us um, uh, here in Longview. So we've um, had a pretty good experience working with them. Okay, well, that's uh, very good. So, how was approaching your? Uh, so, you did you organize the journalism staff, or a combination of the journalists and what you might call the office or support staff, or do you strictly go with uh, what people would consider the journalists, the writers? Yeah, so we we tried um, since we are so small, we definitely wanted to bring our advertising folks um, in with us. So that was sort of actually the. The bulk of our time, because the departments are pretty separate, um, we spent a lot of time just getting to know them and, um, you know, seeing seeing if they'd be interested, which was kind of tough when no one was in the office because of COVID. Um, so we, we probably spent a good three or four months sort of seeing if there was any interest over on the advertising side. And in the end, um, it, just, it just wasn't something they were interested in. They didn't seem to really want to unionize. So then we decided to, to move forward with just sort of the journalists. So we have our news reporters, our sports reporters, and then our copy editors um, and our photographer as part of the union. There's about eight of us. Well, very good for you. Very, very good for you. Uh, I'm speaking with Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferton with the Longview Daily News, who uh, recently organized uh, um, with the Communication Workers of America, uh, the Northwest uh, Writers Guild. I get that right. Um, And, uh, by organizing a small group that's still pretty impressive. What's the uh, circulation uh, uh, for the daily news here in Southwest Washington? Oh, goodness. I haven't seen an update in a little bit. Um, 
Katie, do you know what we were sort of pre-pandemic? You know, I'm not 100% sure. Um, you know, we do cover all of Cowlitz County, um, which is a good a good area here. But I, um, you know, I just don't know off the top of my head what our what our circulation is at the moment. I know we've kind of had the split of, um, you know, uh, print uh, print circulation as well as digital subscriptions. But I, you know, I'm not quite sure how the breakdown is nowadays. Well, I apologize for throwing that at you without preparing you. I apologize. That was inappropriate of myself. But uh, as a newcomer to uh, Collins County, Southwest Washington State, uh, Longview, Washington, I'm impressed. Uh, it still has a real blue collar uh uh, sensibility to it. You go down uh, industrial way, folks get ever get over here. Some big plants. Of course, it's a it's an ocean port, literally, uh, on the mm-hmm. Columbia River here. It it and uh, along with that, it offers some spectacular views. Today was a, a great one, wasn't it? There's a, of course, the mountain without the top, uh, clear as day. Old good old Mount St. Helens, right in the backyard. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful, and Mount St. The area is coverage for us. I bet. So again, uh, uh, so you you got your workers to uh, organize, and you go to management as uh, united with them, and uh, and uh, uh, once you had uh, in effect the paperwork done. Yeah. So we decided. Oh goodness, there's probably about a month and a half ago. Now you know that we were sort of ready to to go public with it, and we approached management. Said that we had, we actually had unanimous card signing. Um, so all at that point, there were, I think, seven, seven of us, because um, we've had some new hires since then. But all seven of us signed a card saying, you know, we we wanted to unionize, and we brought that to management. Um, they decided they wanted to to bring us to an official vote anyway, um, and that happened uh, in early May. And one ballot got lost in the mail, but um, it was a unanimous vote, six votes in, in favor of unionizing. So we uh, we had a pretty pretty united front on that, yeah. Excellent. I'm very proud of both of you, uh, Katie Fairbanks, Marissa Hefferdin with the Longview Daily News. This is John Andercheck with uh, Labor Lines, Labor Lines, the radio show on Moscow. Idaho's uh, KRFP 90.3 FM and Labor Lines, the podcast. Uh, Katie and Marissa, you've taken your time out at the end of the workday. It's a beautiful day here in the Northwest. Kind of, I call this the best of the Northwest with the sun out and the Cascades in view. Uh, so I don't want to use up too much of your time. Uh, but I will ask you, do you want to throw anything out to those folks who might be listening, who uh, might feel uh the call to help organize uh, their workplace, but Mike, you know, it's obviously is a daunting uh, undertaking in the United States. Sadly, I mean, the tables tilted against the workers. Uh, you did it. You stepped out, stepped up, not really knowing what was going to happen. Uh, yet there you are. You got a unanimous uh, uh, factor behind you with your coworkers. So anything you want to throw out to who, those who might be listening? When we started, we knew that we had a lot, you know, a pretty wide age range in the newsroom. Um, we had a lot of different worldviews and political views, so we just weren't we weren't sure how interested everyone would be. Um, and it was a bit, you know, a bit nerve wracking to sort of make that ask um, because we, in the past, has been pretty firmly anti-union, and we were a bit nervous. But um, you know, like you said, we ended up 
unanimous. So we found that just by talking it through, um, you know, with our coworkers and, and listening to their concerns, we all sort of realized that this was a power we could, you know, that together we could fix a lot of the things that were, were driving folks off and contribute to a really high turnover rate. Um, you know, we could just make all of our quality of lives um, a lot better if, if we unionize. And sort of from that basis, we were able to to unite some some pretty differing views. Um, and I, I, you know, I think we're a stronger newsroom now. Um, we're a lot closer to each other. So I think that even though it seems um, pretty daunting, it's it's definitely doable. <laughs> what would you want to add, Kitty? Yeah, I definitely agree. I think that, um, you know, we can all kind of come together and uh, just having an honest talk about, you know, the conditions in the workplace and what can be improved and really just kind of throughout this process seeing, you know, the power that we do have as, as workers through the union um, compared to before when we really just kind of um, you know, took what came down from from corporate and didn't you know have too much of a say and, and things that were changing in our workplace that made made conditions a little bit more difficult to deal with, especially with just small um, newsroom trying to keep up on everything. But you know, moving forward, knowing that we you know have a say and we'll be able to take things uh, you know to the bargaining table and you know be able to make uh, conditions better for for all of us here. Uh, you know, I think that that's definitely worth the kind of initial nervousness and worth uh, all the work in, in organizing folks. Yeah, and I guess I would also say, I touched on it earlier, but I'm also really grateful to the community. You know, like you said, um, it's a it's a strong union town. Um, and when we announced that we are unionizing, you know, the, the support from our union brothers and sisters was absolutely incredible. Um, we had so many people reaching out, you know, going out on assignment. Folks were stopping you and saying, I heard you unionize. You know, that's that's just great. Um, you know, we're, we're here for you. What can we do? Is there anything at all we can do to help? So that's also been, you know, a really helpful. And it, it after, like Katie said, that nervousness and sort of working on it in secret alone for so long to, to announce it and have the entire community turn out and support was was really special. Well, you said some amazing things there, uh, Mar- Marissa and uh, Katie, some amazing things. The, the solidarity from the un- other unions, uh, you know, injury to one is an injury to all. Uh, there's, you know, power in a union, the power in solidarity. Solidarity is a force greater than gravity, as someone had said. Uh, it must be all of us. Or it will be none of us uh, as far as moving forward and getting a better life. And uh, also going back a little few minutes ago, uh, when you spoke about the divergent, uh, uh, you know, everyone is individual. Everyone brings something different to the workplace. But ultimately, the workplace is uh, what some call uh, the, the greatest popular front, because let's face it, we, we all have to go to work. Right. And we all go to work. And if we look at the issues that affect us at work and, in my opinion, not get sidetracked, uh, by diversions that uh, the powers to be like to uh, play us against one against the other. If we look at the well-being of ourselves and each other collectively, uh, it, it, it's probably not as hard as one could think, perhaps, to find that common ground. It, it, does that make sense? Yeah, and that's certainly what we found. Um, you know, 
Excellent. So Katie Fairbanks and Marissa Hefferton with the Longview Daily News. Thank you so much for joining me on the 2nd of June, a beautiful best in the Northwest day here in Longview, where I just recently moved. And which means I hope that uh, we can um, meet other than just over a phone call uh, to a face to face one of these days. So um, that would be wonderful. Yeah, that would be wonderful. I'll be looking forward to it. So if you could stand the line and say the business, but I'm signing off again. John Andertrek with KRFP, Moscow, Idaho, and Labor Lines, the podcast. Thank you.